October 26th. Today, we begin reading a brand new book as we read the New Testament. We'll begin in the book of Titus, chapter 1, and we'll have verses 1 through 16. Now, as we begin reading today, in the first chapter of Titus, we'll see that Titus wanted another assignment from Paul because he was having a hard time ministering in Crete. When you feel like quitting, follow the counsel Paul gave to Titus. Focus on the privileges of ministry. God declares His truth through dedicated people, and it's a joy to share the word with others. The angels in heaven would love to change places with us, so we should never cease to marvel that God would use us. Obey the word. Sometimes there are problems because unqualified people get into places of leadership or because places of leadership have not been filled. The Greek word translated set in order is a medical term that means to set a broken bone. Well, the church body suffers when we avoid facing and solving serious problems. And finally, face the enemy. Perhaps like Timothy, Titus was too timid to confront the enemy, but it had to be done. Sound doctrine means healthy doctrine, teaching that contributes to the spiritual health of the church. Just as a physician must attack infection and disease, so local church leaders must attack false doctrine. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. October 26th, Titus chapter 1, verses 1 through 16. This letter is from Paul, a slave of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. I have been sent to bring faith to those God has chosen and to teach them to know the truth that shows them how to live godly lives. This truth gives them the confidence of eternal life, which God promised them before the world began, and He cannot lie. And now, at the right time, He has revealed this good news, and we announce it to everyone. It is by the command of God our Savior that I have been trusted to do this work for Him. This letter is written to Titus, my true child in the faith that we share. May God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior give you grace and peace. I left you on the island of Crete so you could complete our work there and appoint elders in each town, as I instructed you. An elder must be well thought of for his good life. He must be faithful to his wife, and his children must be believers who are not wild or rebellious. An elder must live a blameless life, because he is God's minister. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered. He must not be a heavy drinker, violent, or greedy for money. He must enjoy having guests in his home and must love all that is good. He must live wisely and be fair. He must live a devout and disciplined life. He must have a strong and steadfast belief in the trustworthy message he was taught. Then he will be able to encourage others with right teaching and show those who oppose it where they are wrong. For there are many who rebel against right teaching. They engage in useless talk and deceive people. This is especially true of those who insist on circumcision for salvation. They must be silenced. By their wrong teaching, they have already turned whole families away from the truth. Such teachers only want your money. One of their own men, a prophet from Crete, has said about them, The people of Crete 
are all liars. They are cruel animals and lazy gluttons. This is true, so rebuke them as sternly as necessary to make them strong in the faith. They must stop listening to Jewish myths and the commands of people who have turned their backs on the truth. Everything is pure to those whose hearts are pure, but nothing is pure to those who are corrupt and unbelieving, because their minds and consciences are defiled. Such people claim they know God, but they deny Him by the way they live. They are despicable and disobedient, worthless for doing anything good. The call for self-denial teaches the pursuit of satisfaction in God. Mark 8, 34. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. But what does it profit a man if he gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? The reason we have to take up our cross and deny ourselves is not because we're liable to have too much pleasure in God. So we need a little, bit of, a little bit of suffering thrown in. The reason we have to take up our cross and deny ourselves is because we are so liable to find our pleasures elsewhere. Not been a Christian for 60 Four years, and every day I must deny myself my bent to seek pleasure elsewhere. The corruption of the human heart does not need a conversion story out of drugs, it just needs to look in the mirror at age 70. Where would we be without self-denial? In love with the world, that's where we'd be. Suicidal pleasures, that's where we'd be. And you will never outgrow the need for that command. Die, Christian, every day. Put to death what is earthly in you. And don't think you've given up Christian hedonism. It is all about joy. It's all about, oh, more of you, more of you. I'm not going to be killed by that. I don't care how good it feels. So, the teaching of Jesus about self-denial teaches you to pursue your joy where it is, not where it isn't. Flannery O'Connor story writer, novelist, described the connection between self-denial and the quest for joy like this. Always you renounce a lesser good 
for a greater. The opposite is what sin is. Picture me with my ground teeth stalking joy, fully armed, for it is a highly dangerous quest. Oh, is it ever? It may cost you your life. It may cost you everything in this world. Whoever loves his life loses it. Whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If someone offers you 80 years of pleasure in this world, then eternal misery, you better hate your life in this world. <laughs> well, you're not a Christian hedonist. You're a fool. Psalm 97, verse 1, through chapter 98, verse 9. The Lord reigns. Not the Lord will reign, but the Lord reigns, as we shall see as we read this psalm today. Now, you may not see much righteousness and justice in the world today, but that does not mean God has been dethroned. For reasons we do not fully understand, God permits evil men to exploit the earth and its people. One day he will come in power and glory and set things right. So let the righteous be glad. This group includes all of God's people, sinners declared righteous through faith in Jesus Christ. They love the Lord and rejoice in the Lord. If you're yielded to the King, you have good reason to be glad. So joyfully tell the world, the Lord reigns. Psalm 97 verse 1 through 98 verse 9. The Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. Let the farthest islands be glad. Clouds and darkness surround Him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of His throne. Fire goes forth before Him and burns up all His foes. His lightning flashes out across the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord. Before the Lord of all the earth, the heavens declare His righteousness. Every nation sees His glory. Those who worship idols are disgraced. All who brag about their worthless gods, for every god must bow to Him. Jerusalem has heard and rejoiced, and all the cities of Judah are glad, because of your justice, Lord. For you, O Lord, are most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. You who love the Lord hate evil. He protects the lives of His godly people and rescues them from the power of the wicked. Light shines on the godly and joy on those who do right. May all who are godly be happy in the Lord and praise His holy name. Sing a new song to the Lord, for He has done wonderful deeds. He has won a mighty victory by His power and holiness. The Lord has announced His victory and has revealed His righteousness to every nation. He has remembered His promise to love and be faithful to Israel. The whole earth has seen the salvation of our God. 
Shout to the Lord all the earth. Break out in praise and sing for joy. Sing your praise to the Lord with a harp, with a harp and melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the ram's horn. Make a joyful symphony before the Lord the King. Let the sea and everything in it shout His praise. Let the earth and all living things join in. Let the rivers clap their hands in glee. Let the hills sing out their songs of joy before the Lord. For the Lord is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with fairness. Proverbs 26, verses 13 through 16. The lazy person is full of excuses, saying, I can't go outside because there might be a lion on the road. Yes, I'm sure there's a lion out there. As a door turns back and forth on its hinges, so the lazy person turns over in bed. Some people are so lazy that they won't lift a finger to feed themselves. Lazy people consider themselves smarter than seven wise counselors. <laughs>